Are you looking for a podcast about hounding the groundhog with masks? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am good. I got a little bored at the end of work there today and was having a hard time staying awake. Oh? Man, I, I've i been watching a a new YouTube. Yeah? Um, and I was not bored by the YouTube. Don't, don't get me wrong there. I'd been watching so much of it and I was just like ruminating on it and I just got really sleepy and I just like, I just could not handle the end of the day. So do you mind if I crack into it a little early on this show? Yeah, let's crack it open. Yeah. I need a little, a little pet me up. Oh, wow. That was very good. I want to take a moment, man, this week. I just got to say, this is like the Ismail week. Okay. Okay. He's getting, he's getting homages and just praise from all across the board. <laughs> all three of our segments, I think, revolve around him. Okay. Oh, you're, you're right. We've recorded so many tonight and everything. We're just like, isn't Ismail great? <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, this is a product for him. Hey, let's talk about him in this. And I'm about to hit him again right now. You ready? Yes. But I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Which kind of ties into what we talked about in the pre-ramble. When you think of, like, like rock and roll, like rock and uh-huh. rollers, right? Rock and roll. What do, you, what do you think about them? Do you think they're, like, hardcore, super cool people? I mean, the classic image of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? But do you ever think, like, these guys might just be, like, really big nerds? <laughs> I guess that thought doesn't often cross my mind. So I was listening to Led Zeppelin the other day. Okay. Uh, it was just on the radio. I wasn't just in like a Zeppelin mood. Okay. Uh, do you listen to a lot of Led Zeppelin? Do you care for them at all? I mean, whenever they cross the radio, I don't like immediately change it. So yeah, I mean, they're pretty good. All right. And I was listening to this one and I was like, man, I always get, I always seem to get surprised by the fact that one of their songs is just Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what? They have a song called Ramble On, right? Yeah. You know the song, Ramble On. Okay. There's a whole chorus in it. Or, well, it's not a chorus, but there's a, there's a verse in it. I want to read this to you. Okay. And, I mean, it's straight up Lord of the Rings. He says, I was in the darkest depths of Mordor, and what? I met a girl so fair. But Gollum and the evil one crept up and <laughs> slipped away with her. <laughs> And I remember the first time I caught Gollum, and I was like, like, Gollum, Gollum? And it is. <laughs> like, did you know they have, they have, like, five songs that are about Lord of the Rings what? moments and things. That's, I, this is brand new information for me. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, like, really loves Lord of the Rings. Okay. So they have a song cool. called The Battle of Evermore. Ramble on, Misty Mountain Hop, and like some other ones. And I mean, I was just like, Lord of the Rings is pretty fucking rock and roll. You know, they got dragons. They have a big I mean, burning eyeball. They have a cool ring that makes you evil. So I was like, is that like a really big thing? Do you know most other like really awesome bands 
have a Lord of the Rings song as well? <laughs> what? Do you know Rush has one? No, what? They have a song called Rivendell that's about Lord of the Rings. Uh, did you know that Black Sabbath, oh Ozzy God. Osbourne has one called The Wizard. <laughs> and uh, their bassist has even come out and said, I was just reading Lord of the Rings at the time and I just based these lyrics on Gandalf. Okay. Like, Lord of the Rings is in a lot of heavy metal. Huh. I, w- I mean, I guess not heavy metal because it's like classic rock to us now. Megadeth has one called This Day We Fight. And that's based off of a line from the movies, not even the books. Do you think like 30, 40 years from now, there's going to be people singing like songs about Game of Thrones? <laughs> Probably. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like bands, you get the most intense, like nerd type fandom stuff. I guess. Like, there's a band called, um, there's a band called Atreyu that's from. Oh, yeah. Fucking, you know, what's it called? Never Ending Story. Yeah. Uh, there was a band called Pennywise that I remember seeing a shirt in Hot Topic one time. And I was like, is that just like a normal word? And no, it it, it was based off of Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Like, okay. from it. Like, the, bands always find something and seem to just kind of, like, lay into, like, some fandom stuff. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting that Led Zeppelin had so many songs about Lord of the Rings. And I'm going to take it as a sign. A sign you of ready? what? <laughs> For us to buy the headphones we were talking about in Pre-Ramble? Well, that. Oh! But, it, Ismail. Me and Kelsey are going to watch Lord of the Rings. I'm going to make her oh do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I no. think it's a sign. We Please have to no. watch Lord of the Rings, man. Okay, I mean, maybe. <laughs> it is that pervasive into culture, man. It truly is. It is part of the zeitgeist. Maybe you it and I is part get it on of it. just the world. Like Lord of the Rings is so big. It is everywhere, and I've seen them, which is the problem. <laughs> like <laughs> okay. I've seen all three of them in the theater. Okay, and I just didn't care for them. <laughs> but I've said before, I always think I'm. I'm going to say, like, a better person. I think of things better than I used to, you know? Okay. Maybe I missed whatever was in it. Maybe. As a dumb kid of however old I was. Maybe I'll appreciate it better today, you know? Maybe. Is it, it's just three movies for Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. But they're and each, like, three and a half hours. If you do the extended cut, and Ismail will say yes. <laughs> you can do theatrical... Will but I'm going to do the extendeds and spend my entire life watching these movies. Okay. So this is, this is the theatrical ones. Okay. Um, as far as the theatrical ones are concerned, this is six movies though. So this is with all the Hobbit ones. It's 17 hours and 12 minutes. That's <laughs> too much, Robert. <laughs> if you did the extendeds, it turns into 20 hours. It adds three Christ, more hours. That's so much. <laughs> that's a whole other movie. That's that's ridiculous. I think you just need to watch, like, The Lord of the Rings. Like, those three. Yeah. Because those are the ones that are big. Yeah. Like, people don't talk about the Hobbit movies. But anyway... I just wanted to know if you knew how much Lord of the Rings had, you know, come into rock and roll. And that little fingers everywhere, doesn't it? These rock and roll dudes, they be nerds sometimes. (laughs) Living that rock and roll lifestyle in the hills of Mordor or whatever. They're just sitting there like, this mountains of cocaine, all this cash. And and, and then they're like, 
You really think Gandalf could have beat that dude, though? <laughs> they have just deep Lord of the Rings talks and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. That was my quick question for you. Fun. Um, I have a problem with my insurance company. Who doesn't? I know, right? Isn't that okay. the, the American condition? Pretty much. Uh, I didn't want to bring this up on the show, but I'm still thinking about it. So obviously it's preying on my mind. Okay. I have hit my deductible already for uh, physical therapy because it's like 75 bucks a session and I do yeah. three a week, but I actually graduated. I'm doing two a week now. So oh, cool. Okay. Yes. On to the next phase. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So my insurance company, they're like, they're catching the bills on like a rolling 30 day cycle. So I have paid more than twice my deductible at this point. Just because they're looking a month backwards? Yes. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. And, like, I don't mind paying it up front because I I know in my heart that I'm going to eventually get a <laughs> refund check. But, like, I'm just mad about it. But, like, you're going to have to fight for that check, I'm though. I'm going to have to fight for it. You know, I'm going to have to call, like, a bunch of different fucking people and be like, see, I paid over my deductible and you guys are still charging me and you're not supposed to charge me, but... Yeah, that's um, playing Don't on my mind. Don't you just want to um, apply this to next year's deductible and let us keep the money? <laughs> I really fucking don't. <laughs> I need that money to buy tennis balls and the like. <laughs> tennis balls? Yeah. Um, half of physical therapy is like very precise science of just like, we know exactly what this muscle is doing. And then half yeah. of physical therapy is like, have you ever tried rolling around on a frozen tennis ball? Okay. <laughs> so that's like the new trick. You get a tennis ball, you put it in your freezer, and then you just have like a cold tennis ball on deck all the time so you can like get it out whenever you have a muscle knot in your back. And you put that tennis ball on the ground and then you lay on it and you roll around on it like a little bear. Okay. That's what I'm doing now. That's a that's, little bear. Beautiful. <laughs> that's my home treatment progress. Um and I got these tennis balls and First of all, tennis balls come in like a pressurized can. Have you bought tennis balls before? Not in a long time. You fucking open them like cat food. Like they have a little pop top on them. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. <laughs> like I open, I opened the package. Yeah, and I was like, like they got to be kept fresh. This? Yeah, like cold fresh tennis balls here. So I popped the can open, and all the cats come over because they think I'm like feeding them tennis balls. <laughs> oh and my god. And then I was like, this is not for you. And I put it on the ground and I go to roll on it. And the cats are just surrounding the tennis ball. Like, this is our new toy. Obviously, it sounds like cat food. It's ball shaped. You put it on the ground. This is for us. Yeah, so, <laughs> I've been like, I bought three tennis balls because that's like the minimum amount of tennis balls that you can purchase at a time. They come in a tube. Okay. And um, I have just found one tennis ball today because all three of them <laughs> are gone because the cats are addicted to them. So I have to. Yeah. <laughs> just keep one in the freezer where it belongs and uh, they can have the other two. But you've never seen um, a cat so angry as when you like get out the ball and they're like, we're, t- we're going to play. And then you just lay on it and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? That made me think of these that I see all over TikTok. Put something in the discord for you. Have you seen those spine crack boards? Oh my God. Yes. Like, um, I want to try kind of the same idea. Because you're kind of kind like of. laying it and it's like pushing your back up in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, the tennis ball, you just use it to get into like really specific crevices in your back, like the, okay. the area underneath the shoulder blade that you can't massage, you know. Yeah. Um, there are, I do use a yoga foam roller, which is like a six inch hard ass styrofoam roll. 
And it works pretty much the same as this thing, but it was like $15 at Target. So okay. don't buy this like $150 contraption. It looks like a torture device. You don't need it. Get you a foam roller. Oh, I mean, this thing's like 20 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, these things are cheap. I've seen these on Instagram. And they're like, boop roller or whatever. <laughs> I don't no, want to give them that. money. <laughs> take take their name out of this podcast. <laughs> the blank roller where like, you know, it's like the wheel that you lay back on and everyone's like, oh, I've never cracked my back like this in my whole life. Like, sure. Oh my it looks... God, I'm going to splice a bleep in there. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be me though. I'm just going to go boop. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen these. I've been curious. I, I've i never had my back pop before. Ever in your whole life? No. So, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, you know, you know, high school, you get the kids that sit in, in their desk and they, like, twist in half or whatever. Yeah, that's me. And your whole spine just goes yeah. all the way mine, up. Mine has never done that. Oh and I've, God. like, tried. I've, like, I've like twisted in half and, like, died <laughs> as a human. And it's still there. Either you have, like, the most perfect joints ever, or one day you're going to, like, crack all of it at once, and it's going to... And then I'm never going to be able to stop. Yeah. Like, I'm cracking my knuckles right now, but I, like, made them crack for the first time. Like, I forced them to crack, and now, like, I can't stop, you oh know? Oh, my God. Like, that's why I don't... No, I don't want to do it, because then, like, I'll be like, oh, my back hurts. I gotta crack it again, when it doesn't hurt now. But it's it fine. feels so good. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't gonna, crack more things. I'm gonna bring my foam roller over. We're gonna watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and we're gonna <laughs> roll you out. <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking of watching things, yeah, the Olympics has started. The Winter it sure Olympics. Has. Are there? I've watched um, none of it, man. Are there any controversies around the olympics this time around i mean i feel like there's always something that i've seen okay but i also have not looked up much about it yeah i've been totally like devoid of olympic fervor this time i'm like actually i did see there were like four horrendous wrecks during a skiing event yesterday like just four people like brutally got mangled shit on the same like race Oh, God. Do you remember a couple of years ago where that one girl fell and like... Don't talk about my woman, man. Oh. That was she... Lindsey Vaughn. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, her... dude. And she like ripped her leg out of socket. Yeah. Like yeah, it... dude. Oh, it was gross. It was bad. I saw that live when it happened and I remember <sighs> just being like, oh, my God. Lindsey, no. I was so scared. I love her. She's like... She's the reason I got into skiing. Like, I only think skiing's cool because I thought she was amazing. Yeah. Plus, she was dating Tiger Woods for a while there. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that didn't last long. Well, (laughs) nothing does with Tiger. Yeah. But, uh, so I just pulled it up, looking at news, and so far, Olympians in tears over poor living conditions and lack of food at the Winter Games. So, yeah, I'm guessing it's still pretty bad. (laughs) It's still Why can't we just have, like, a good Olympics? I swear to fucking God, they get worse and worse every year. But so far, there's no, like, picking on a single Olympian, like okay. our poor girl from Summer Ones. All right. Um, yeah, looks like they're just not feeding them well enough. <laughs> Come on, dude, you gotta feed people. You gotta feed Olympians specifically, my God. So apparently, Team USA, they came prepared and brought their own extra food. <laughs> they brought, like, bags of pasta. Of course they did. 
imagine smuggling in bags of spaghetti to another country just to make sure you can eat. Good God. God, that's fucked up. I guess it's just, yeah, like there's people that straight up just like aren't eating. Like they're just not getting food. That's really not good. Oh my God. This one girl, she said she, she ate all the fat on a piece of meat because she was just so hungry and was craving any nourishment. Jesus. Yeah. So this is not good. Okay. <laughs> this is sad. This, this, this like Twitter video looks horribly sad. She's crying. I don't think I can watch that. Oh, I might have to tag this for you guys though. But the Olympics yeah. are supposed to be fun. What happened? I would like to say COVID, but apparently, when like you like read up a... on it, it's it's just always been this way. Yeah. Are Olympians not as as endeared as they used to be? I, I feel like if you were like an Olympic athlete, you were like you were famous. Yeah, it used. I feel like I thought. There was a point in the 90s where we, like, glorified those people and we were like, you are the pinnacle of human existence and we will give you anything you want. That's kind of what I envisioned of them, you know? I picture Olympians as, like, like people, you know? Yeah. Like, like adults like and men. people. Yeah. And really, because I was just watching a couple, um, I was just like, what are some big ones that happened? And I was watching a lot of figure skating. Oh, yeah. Gotta love the figure skating. Fucking figure skating is so good. It's amazing. Dude, we had a, a, a U.S. team that did one themed around Janet Jackson. Oh, cool. And I'm going to link it for you guys because... All right, so I don't really know what goes into the scores for figure skating because I know it's, yeah. like, how you land a trick and how, like, straight... If you, like, don't don't bend down when you make a landing, that's considered better. Yeah. I guess. So there's stuff, but I don't really know. But this routine blew me away. It had nothing to do with, like, technique. They were just doing all, all these tricks. It was a duo one. Okay. So it was a guy and a girl, Janet J- Jackson themed, and they were doing tricks so close together. Like one after another? No, like, she was doing, like, a spin within his arm. Oh, my God. Like, no, they were, like, proximity so okay. close together for everything they did. Like, there was never more than, like, a foot distance away between them. Damn. All right. For the entire routine. And I was like, how are you not in each other's way? And, like, <laughs> how is she doing a trick? And he can literally, like, hold out his arms and, like, contain you within the span of his arms while you're doing the trick. You yeah. Know? I thought it was amazing. It blew That's my mind. Pretty ridiculous. I love that people can do this stuff. I said it during the summer one, too. It's not even that I think it's all that cool. It's just the fact that humans are doing this. The human body is a fucking machine. And, like... It's uh, cool. It's so cool. Olympians that can do wild shit like Simone Biles and all all the ridiculous stuff that she has done with her body. It's fascinating to see. I was just watching some stuff, but I kind of... Ran into a, a another weird realization. Yeah. I think of Olympians, as I said, as people, these like adults, these like, like you said, <laughs> gods among men or whatever, right? Yeah. Most of them are under 20 years old. Yeah. I am fucking are... ancient compared to most of these <laughs> gods among men. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like children are, are at the Olympics, like little yeah. 14, 16 year olds that are just making it happen. So 
there's a girl who's doing figure skating. She's from Russia. She's mm-hmm. 15 years old. Oh, man. And she is considered the greatest to ever have skated. What the fuck? <laughs> and she's in, like, our time. Doesn't that weird you out? Yes. There's a 15-year-old kid that is better than anyone has been or they think will be for the foreseeable future. They call her, like, a once-in-a-lifetime talent. What kind of pressure does that put on a 14-year-old, you know? No shit. But, oh my God. I mean, I watched it, and like I said, I don't know too much about, like, like what goes into making things that great. Yeah. Because, like, I thought it was just really pretty and, like, okay. Uh-huh. Know? But <laughs> this announcer woman... I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. It just sounded like she creamed her panties about a move <laughs> Jesus, she did, dude. man. What the fuck? She landed some, some like, move, and she straight up goes, oh, like, in the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, that was okay. I'll go ahead and tag that one, too. Uh, her name is Camilla Valeva, I think. Okay. Uh, she is a 15-year-old. Russian girl that is, I mean, supposedly figure skating don't get better than this. Man, when I was 15, I was disappointing my parents with my grades. <laughs> no shit, I'm like, all right, at 15, at 15, ooh, God of War came out. That was dope times. <laughs> Yay. At 15, I was shoplifting from the local Hot Topic. <laughs> I was going into French class God. and being like, all right, dude, so last night in God of War, this is what happened. <laughs> and I'm just regaling another kid about what I'm playing on a video game. Jesus. Oh, my God. Well, I want to get more into the Olympics. I want to watch some more stuff. I really want to watch some bobsledding. Yeah. Because, I mean, one reason, cool runnings. Of That's course. the only thing I know about bobsledding, and I like it because of that movie alone. But, uh... I think I heard Sean White is coming back. I heard that to the too. Olympics, now so. he's an adult. Like he's a full fledged grown human man. Yes, he is a man. He's uh, got to be like 40 White. by now, doesn't he? He's like fucking old. He's dude, he's 35. Uh, Stop. Don't say shit like that. Cause you can make us look bad now. I mean, he's pretty old. <laughs> We're close to him. <laughs> don't do this. Uh, no, he is a perfectly youthful man youthful <laughs> exuberant yes a child bright-eyed bushy-tailed uh oh yeah so he is in some featured events Ooh, he's got some stuff going on today he's wasn't doing he fucking problematic though pipe. like wasn't there a bad thing i feel like there was like some kind of scandal Sean i thought i thought he was white. into some uh some ganja type stuff <laughs> sean white scandal oh sexual assault i don't want to hear about that oh well okay what you need to know. Well, anyway, well, he does say he now says that he regrets his past behavior. You should well, reword that uh, that headline because that makes <laughs> it sound like I wasn't upset about it before, but now I am. Yeah. Uh, but I just this fifteen-year-old girl, and then it was like it was saying how she was one of the youngest people. So most people they were like, oh yeah, they're so much older than than her. They. Most people are like 17 or 18, and I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> These people are so young, and it just, I don't know. I've been having a lot of, like, perceptions of things 
being challenged in my brain lately. Because, like, you grow up with a perception of something, and then you get older, and you go, I've outlived the perception. Yeah. And I the world is different than I envision. You know? I feel that way just watching, like, regular athletes, because, like... You'll see a new player join the fucking hockey team, and they're like, oh, he's 32. He's only got a couple of years left in him. And I'm like, God. <laughs> oh, there's not much left for me. <laughs> I mean, my son's eight years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, you see a fresh-faced baby get out on the ice. It's like 18, hot off of high school. And, like, I, I, yeah, it kind of fucks with my perception of time. Yeah. Makes me wish I gave myself to a craft at some point. I mean, you gave yourself to podcasting. <laughs> You've little, made your bed. A little later in life. But I think we are some of the younger people doing this, honestly. Yeah. And we're doing good, right? So, I mean, I think we're doing fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of watching things, I have been watching more of the Book of Boba Fett. Okay. And I just want to preach the good word for a minute. So, <laughs> so I keep hearing the show is so much better without him. <laughs> Oh my god. So I keep hearing. I feel bad for Boba Fett because like the last couple of episodes have been like he's nowhere to be seen. Like they're they're kind of doing stuff without him, which I am not I don't find myself missing him, but at the same time, like I wouldn't mind seeing more of him. I yeah. think Was I think he just a, the vehicle to start up whatever it is they're doing? I think so. Like they're I mean, it's called the Book of Boba Fett. It it just takes place in the time that he is the daimyo of this area. So I'm okay. kind of wondering if it's just like, <laughs> if he's just going to be kind of in the title. He's more like the backdrop. Yeah. Like he's the, he's the reference point for what this is set in, which I, I feel like we're definitely going to see more of him. It's still there. We're still setting up story because if they're going to take book of Boba Fett into a multi season franchise, then we're going to need all the background characters fleshed out as well, right? Yeah. So they introduced one of my most favorite characters of all fucking time in the last episode. And uh, I lost my mind and I sent the scene to you and I was like, please watch this because I wanted you to like so share in it with me. I did see that he was in it before you sent it to me. Oh my God. It's funny. Like the one that you asked me about the show before I literally got no spoilers, but as soon as he showed up, my TikTok was nothing but him. Yeah. As soon as Cad Bane fucking walks out of the desert, yeah. like, the the I, I heard the fandom cry out. It was palpable. It sounded like a million voices all screamed at once. <laughs> exactly. So, like... I I love watching Cad Bane in he's he's a bounty hunter who um, was in both the Clone Wars and in Bad Batch, and yes. to see him like come to full fledged life on the screen was so good. Like people are complaining, they're like his his mouth is too big and his teeth are funny and his his nose needs to be bigger and he's have too you fucking pale. seen this this dude? He looks like that. I know he looks I. I fucking think he looks fine and i need people to take a step back and be like they have brought this animated character to life and he's not yeah. a human based character like he's 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 a he's a fucking um derosion so his eyeballs are huge and his face is structured differently and he's he's blue for god's sakes and he has like 
whoever they've got in the makeup is doing a wonderful job because yeah. they're working with like 20 pounds of face prosthetics. I was going to say, who's to say, because I'm imagining Book of Boba Fett is quite a bit after Clone Wars and stuff. I think that it takes place. Uh, so, yeah, there's Clone Wars and then Rebels. And then uh, this one is taking place like probably 10 years after Rebels is what I'm picturing. Yeah, because, I mean, this is post Return of the Jedi, so this is yeah. after the end of the original trilogy. Right. I mean, this is this is a bit farther down the line, because the... So, he was a main staple during the prequel movies. Yes. And, because you mentioned that people said he looked paler, and I'm like, who's to say when that when that race of alien ages, their skin doesn't pale? Right, they do get a little pale. And I mean, he's in, he's in the fucking desert. Of course he gets him pale. He's all dehydrated and shit. Yeah, so. like, that sounds so normal to me. <laughs> yes, I just, he's, he looks so good. And I'm so excited to see him on the big screen. They got the same voice actor to do him. And I'm like, I was going to ask that. Cause of course they got the same guy. Because he sounded his voice great. is iconic. I love him so much. Spoilers for Boba Fett. Although, if you, you exist on the internet at all, I feel like this is a thing. Yeah. So what I really want to talk about <laughs> is Luke Skywalker because he is back and he is young and he is near perfection. Okay. You know how I feel about when they CGI like a young face onto a, yes. a new body or something. I get like real uncanny valley about um, like Grand Moff Tarkin when they did him in uh, Rogue One. Well, looked I mean, horrible. That was still like they were trying. And they were they were trying. <laughs> really I still trying. wish. I think I showed you the Guardians of the Galaxy one, and you said you that looked pretty good. Did it creeped me out still? But it was like they they're getting better at it. Um, so after uh, Luke Skywalker did make a little bit of a cameo at the very end of the Mandalorian season two, and when they showed his face, like. You could tell it was, like, kind of shiny and wrong and yeah. weird. And uh, there's a YouTuber by the name of Shamook, who I have never heard of before, but apparently okay. is quite a big deal. Um, he created, like, a side-by-side deep fake of, like, he put oh, in... Oh, is he the deep fake guy? Yeah, so he put Luke okay. Skywalker's, like, face from the uh, the trilogy into the Mandalorian, and it looked, like, super realistic and good. Okay. And... Uh, People, the people at Star Wars saw that and they were like, do you want to come hmm. work for us? <laughs> oh, so, no shit. Okay. Yeah. They gave this guy a fucking job. They just like pulled him out of YouTube and they were like, you work for Star Wars now. And they CGI'd like a full ass Mark Hamill into episode six of the Book of Boba Fett. And no, he dude. looks fucking Deepfakes good. Deepfakes are legit sometimes. Yeah. Like whenever they brought Luke Skywalker out for this, I was like, okay, they're going to have another creepy, like shiny Luke Skywalker moment. Yeah. But like... They they would show him a lot from the back, and they would show him from a distance, and they wouldn't show his face when he talked. And I was like, okay, so they're they're kind of working around it. But then they started doing like full scenes with him and like training montage of him and Baby Yoda, yeah. Grogu the child. He's he's Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I I even will go with the child. I don't like the child. I think that's like the, the worst of the three. <laughs> oh no, Grogu's way worse. I mean, Grogu's pretty gross little name, but that's um, the worst. The child. It just sounds, show me the baby. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> but yeah, they have like 
like actual living, breathing Luke Skywalker deep faked into this episode. And he looks really good. There were a couple of moments where like from you're looking like from Grogu's perspective up at him and you can see his okay. mouth is like not the right kind of angle. And okay. like it just looked a little bit strange when he talked. But for the most part, like I could easily be fooled into thinking that it's just young Mark Hamill or just an actor who looks convincingly like him. Um, I have a bit of trivia about Luke Skywalker in the show for you. Okay. Uh, what do you think about his voice? I thought his voice, I, I was struggling to figure out whether or not actual Mark Hamill was, um, like doing a voiceover, like just doing a younger version of himself, you know, cause he's, he's a talented yeah. voice actor. Why, why couldn't they just hire him to be himself again? Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I settled on. I never looked it up though. Okay. They did not bring him back. Okay. Everything you hear is archival footage from the old movies of him when he what? was young. What? <laughs> what? This can be a top. Okay. So future topic guys that we may get into. There's kind of a movement now where because like deep fakes and this technique are getting prevalent. We may not have actors anymore. Oh, pff, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll forever have actors. <laughs> I don't know. Cause some people are talking about doing like, like a star Wars movie. With, like, Han Solo young and Luke young, but they won't really be in it. It'll be, like, all digitally created with these techniques. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know Hollywood would do anything to, to, to shave a buck and make some money. Yeah, but that just feels artificial. It does. But if people go, and people will, you know, it'll be a problem. So yeah. I'm into this because it, it's cool for, like, this episode. Yeah. But I would hate to see this technique really being used going forward. Yes, me too. Like, so uh, what they did was they took a bunch of lines from him during that time and they put it in a computer algorithm. Okay. And now it can create sentences or paragraphs or scenes using that voice, but nobody has to really speak it. The computer creates it. So all of that talking is not even a human. Ugh. That weirds me out a lot. <laughs> I know. There were people after this aired that were going onto YouTube because I follow a lot of like Star Wars YouTube stuff. And uh, there were people that were like, I could watch a whole series of Luke just like being young Luke and we don't actually need an actor for it. Because, I mean, it's fair. It's they did have a body double for for this guy. So it wasn't yeah. just like the deep faked his entire body into it. They had a, they had an actor who played him. They had an actor, a separate actor for like jumping around doing lightsaber stuff. Um, I would not watch a full season of just young Luke. I think that would really freak me out. Yeah. Like, see, I don't, I don't really want that stuff. No. So I'm trying to see if they even had a person speak it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, this, this, uh, computer program, literally everything you heard was a computer. I mean, it makes sense. It sounded just like Mark Hamill, so... Because some people said that he sounded weird. And I still haven't seen it, so I don't mm. know. Because, I mean, huh. it it is completely digital, his voice, so I don't know if it sounds... So what is Uncanny Valley for your ears? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Because I guess that's what people were having. That's not a people! <laughs> you know? Odd. I don't think I've ever experienced that. But, um, yeah, like, I just, I just think that Boba Fett 
as a show is getting panned for whatever fucking reason. People don't like it. And I want you all to, I desperately want you guys to give it a chance. If you like any of the Star Wars shows that have come before this, any of the animated shows, please watch Book of Boba Fett. My God. When it is over. And then I can just like crank out the season. Yeah. But I want to go do Mandalorian seasons one and two first, though. Yeah, you should watch redo those. Actually, I thought you were going to talk about the CG for Cad Bane because apparently uh-huh. they were going to like patch in a different look, maybe. Oh, really? Because of the fan yeah. uproar? Yeah, they were talking like doing like a cat's kind of thing where like it <sighs> looked this way, but they were going to like just like patch in a new version. I'm honestly not bothered by Cad Bane's look at all. There's people out there that are like, he looks cartoony, he's got he buck teeth. Legit. I know. When I saw him, I he literally... He real. I know. I clutched Richard and I screamed and I was like, oh my God, Cad Bane! Because you see his ass walking out of the fucking desert and those heat lines and you can't tell what he is. And then he gets like close enough where you can see the brim of his hat. And it's like, oh my God, it's him. <laughs> he's here. I love Cad Bane so much. I'm so ready to see more of him. You know, that reminds me of a TikTok that I saw where I think they were talking about this, actually. They were saying, like, you can't just take an animated character and transition it directly into live action. Because, like, yeah. one of their examples was Count Dooku. Count Dooku in Clone Wars has the world's longest head. <laughs> it's, like, three <laughs> feet tall. You could not do that live action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's just certain things that don't transition to live. Yeah. You know? Fucking deal and with it. Cope. I'm looking at him right now and I'm in love, dude. Like he yes. looks badass. Badass. I fucking dig it, dude. And actually, I'm going to send you a photo. This is not even him. It's just a really cool photo that I found. Ooh. <laughs> I, I like, like that. that. If that was promo material for season two, I would be all over it. Yeah, dude. It's just Cad Bane, like, sitting in the Jabba the Hutt throne that uh, was as nuts as currently occupying Boba Fett. See, you can barely even remember his name, and it's What's on the fucking nuts? poster. Oh <laughs> I think we need to take a break and think about this. Okay. Okay. I had a friend in college... Man, I miss that guy so much. Like, I wish I could find him. He was going to be, like, an audio engineer. That was, like, his whole thing. Oh, cool. And he was telling me, like, all about it one time. And he was like, haven't you ever noticed that 80s music is the most listenable music that there is? And he's like, do you know why? And I was like, because it's cool? And he was like, well, yeah, but no. <laughs> they recorded it in a way that it doesn't fatigue your ears. And I was what? like, what does that mean? And he's like, have you ever been listening to something and, like, you feel like... My ears are tired from this. Yeah. And I thought about it and was like, yeah, yes, I have. And he's like, you don't feel that way when you're listening to 80s music because they recorded it in a way that it does not stress or strain your ears. It is easy on your ears. Easy listening. (laughs) And I was like, I've never thought about this. And I've thought about it like since then. It's been like 10 plus years since I've had that conversation. You should try to find that dude. Like, why can't you I find him? I have to him? try to find him. He has just disappeared in my life. Uh, his name was Amir, though. Okay. So maybe if I can find an Amir that went to Collin County Community College 12 years ago or whatever. <laughs> dude, I miss you. And you were a truly interesting man. Amir, if you're out there. <laughs> fucking teach me some audio theory again. It was It was a fucking experience, man.
Alright guys, if you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get that full bonus pre-ramble episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up to be a patron. We would love to see you guys there. You can get in our secret discord, see some extra little videos we put out. We got all kinds of perks for joining. Uh, and if you want to be the ultimate supporter, you need just a little extra Yimtope in your life. You can get some Yimtope apparel over at the Yimtope apparel store. Shirts, long sleeves, because it's still getting cold out there. Zip-up hoodies, pullover hoodies, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, go check that out. That link is in our show notes. And again, just a big thank you to all of our supporters. You guys are the best. We don't know what we would do without you. Let's get you on back to that regularly scheduled content. Um, Kelsey. Robert. I was speaking about my perception being changed to things, right? Yes. I saw a TikTok that broke me. Okay. And I've seen this TikTok a million times. So it's just a, a normal sound that has been popping up on my feed. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's a thing that's like, what's a habit in gaming that you can't seem to stop doing? Right? That's okay. like the basic idea. And I've seen some really good ones that I do all of them, which hurts my soul. Okay. One was like, oh, if I have a potion, I'm not using that shit. No, I you might just keep it. I forever. might need it later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I get this, that that's a uh, one-time use. Well, I'm not going to use it now. I might want to use it later. Right, and then I wind up the boss never using it. <laughs> and then I found one that was just for me because I think you and I discussed that this is not you. Okay. But she was like, when I'm playing a game. I will do every single side thing imaginable before the game forces me to keep going with the game. And I was like, that's fucking me. God. That's why Pokemon Legends has taken me so fucking long. Because I'm like, is there any possible way I can find this Pokemon for you before I move on? As a quick aside, are you still deep in the Pokemon sauce? Is that game oh, still like doing it for you? so fucking deep in the Pokemon sauce. Okay. I was up to like... I play it to like three or four like every day. Oh my god! In the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing it pretty much nonstop. You are lost in the sauce. But I've been forcing myself to move forward so that I can open up some new areas to find new Pokemon and shit. Okay, it's important to progress. Uh, but I have me a Gyarados now, so I'm pretty good. Nice. That TikTok came across my feed yet again. But for some reason, I heard the beginning different this time. And it just, like, it struck me weird, right? Okay. I swear the guy says, what is a habit in gaming that you can't seem to stop since you chose to start playing games? And okay. I was like, what do you mean chose to start playing games? Yeah, what does that mean? And I was like, well, I mean, it is a hobby. So, I like, there are guess. people that were like, I would like to try gaming. What is huh. this? I would like to see it. And then they go, that's fun. I'll continue. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah. And so I was like, okay, when did I choose this? And I didn't. I didn't choose the gamer lifestyle. The gamer like, lifestyle chose me. I don't know a time in my life that I was not playing games. I remember being like four and five years old playing Spider-Man games on the Sega with my brother, you know? Yeah. Like ever since I could physically hold a controller, I'd be playing with my sister and my cousins. Yeah. Like video games weren't a choice for me. They were a, they were just a part of my life. Yeah. It was just like something that you did. Yeah. I had games. <laughs> right. I played those games. And then I got more games later, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
so it really hit me weird that he said since you started since you, since you chose. like began playing yeah. games and i was like who makes this decision <laughs> and then i was like oh like taylor had that choice so you know i mean taylor enjoyed seeing games when she was younger but she didn't have a lot of games like that yeah she didn't re- really have them so she didn't really play them a lot and then she was like, I want to play this new Tomb Raider and like chose to want to play it. And now she's into all types of games, you know? Yeah. And I was like, am I jealous that you have a defining beginning? <laughs> like, or is it better that story. I just don't even know? Yeah. Like she got to choose and it weirded me out that I've never really considered gaming a hobby. It's just been yeah. something I do. Yeah. It's just like a part of my life. Yeah, because, like, I brought this up to you before the show, and, like, like you you making dice, you chose that hobby. You said, that yeah. looks interesting. Let me try my hand at it, right? Yeah, it's something that I, like, I, I saw, and I was interested, so I spent hours and hours doing obsessive research, and then I was like, okay, yeah. I can probably do this. And then and I bought it, the supplies, and then I could do it. Yeah, it, and... it just <laughs> weirds my brain out to think of somebody going, like, oh, hey, Project Zomboid looks cool. I don't know how to do this kind of thing. How would I play this? What do I do to get started? And then they begin playing games. Yeah. That's a weird concept to me. I would like to hear from somebody like who who chose to begin playing games. Like, do you have a concrete memory that was like, I want to be a video game player? <laughs> or was it just part of your life growing up? Yeah, because, I mean, my brother has told me I needed a second player for games. So as soon as I could make you hold it and you were competent, <laughs> you were playing, you know. Yeah, like some of my earliest memories are playing Super Mario Brothers with my sister. Like, I, it's just something that has been in my life as, as long as I can remember. Taylor had to, like, check on me. She was like, are you okay? Because, like, <laughs> my brain couldn't, couldn't fathom that idea. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. I was like, was my free will taken from me? <laughs> Do I even have free will? God. I don't even choose gaming in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we just wake up every day and choose gaming. Yeah, I, I just... True gamers. <laughs> I'd never thought about it, and so I hope I broke some of your minds as well. Yeah, that's fucking weird, man. But in the vein of breaking minds, I'm very sorry. I'm going to do a trigger warning. Okay. If any of you are claustrophobic. Oh, God. But I saw a TikTok that was pretty fucked up. Okay. This guy goes, <clears throat> so they're at like a panel, like some kind of show. And, and then he goes, how come claustrophobic people are okay with their brain being trapped in their skull? Oh, my God. And this dude on the panel was claustrophobic. And he literally like throws his microphone across oh. the room. And he's like, don't do this to me. <laughs> Jesus. That's how I felt with this gaming question thing. You reached into my being in a way I wasn't ready. Yeah. And it hurt. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't understand it. Don't make you know? me think in ways I've never thought before. Exactly. Don't do this to me. <laughs> so, yeah. I just, I just wanted to share that with all of you guys. Uh, please let me know if gaming is a hobby that you chose. Because I would like to find that fascinating. What was the thing that made you want to do it? Yeah, I'm curious. Did you see a game and go, I think I want to know what that is? Did you accidentally try one? Like you're at a, 
like a party and someone's like, hey, play this for me while I go to the bathroom. And you're like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> a video game. I've you never know? played one of these before. But just because we were talking about it, I will say like movies are another. I would consider that a hobby to like really indulge in movies. Yeah. That I didn't it... really choose. And so then it made me think about TV because that would be a hobby that I fell out of. Because I used to watch a lot of TV. Yeah. But I did kind of choose to walk away from it. Okay. And then I've chosen to, like, try to get back into it. So, like, that's the closest I have to it. Because I'll admit, I'm not fancy like Kelsey and find new hobbies. Like, I have movies <laughs> and games. And that's that's legit it. Like, that's yeah. what I do. I would like to hear how you choose. Like, I want to know how Ferdin goes. I want to fucking learn plants. Yeah, man, plants how did is a that fucking happen? hard one to get into. You know, like how that how do you find these things that entice you in that way cuz I'm 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 just into my games and movies, man. Yeah, everybody write in with your with your hobbies and how you got into them. Yeah, we need that big time. We need that. Don't give me another hobby to get into because I'm set, but like I want to I want to hear how you got into your no. hobby. You're going to read these and get into new hobbies. <laughs> I know. I wanted I wanted to get into rug making so bad, but I've been, <laughs> I've been holding off. Like, I know that I won't find one because I don't have time for the ones I have. I'm not picking up another one. Yeah. Like, my hobbies take up too much time as it is. So I have yeah. no urge to find a third one. My, yeah, I don't I don't have enough time in the day. Never mind. I do want to get into the hobby of taking frozen tennis balls and just, like, selling them to people. <laughs> Rubbing them on your body. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of TikToks, though, I did see one the other day that kind of offended me i want all of you out there don't don't send me any interior design tiktoks please for the love of god because like (laughs) i think i did see your tweet about this i'm so mad at my house now like i hate interior design tiktok because now i just want to like redo everything in my home i saw like this one person's profile and i was like she does some cool shit and then i just like watched all of her videos and I was like, I hate my home. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I love my home and I don't want to hate my home and I don't want to redo it. So don't make me, don't send me more TikToks from interior design TikTok, please. I'm done with it. So that reminded me of one. I think I, I mean, I did ask you this question, but I'm going to do it on the show now. Okay. Tailored watched a TikTok where this girl painted her door. Yes. But she painted it on the inside of the house. Uh Uh-huh. And said, why does that bother people? It's not your house, and it makes me happy. (laughs) Who declared that everything in your house has to look the same? Why can't it look what makes me feel happy? Yeah. You know what I saw, Robert? What'd you see? I saw that woman. She had a secondary TikTok, like, posted after that one. I don't know why. I guess it... It's part of the algorithm. You know, it was on your t- your FYP and on Taylor's yeah. probably, so now it's in mine. She decided to paint all of the doors in her house different colors now because it makes her happy. <laughs> yes. And, and, like, I think that is my gateway into interior design TikTok because I went on, like, a whole oh. slew of videos from there. Gotcha. And I was like, I, I need to paint circles on things and I need to put shelves in weird places and now i'm just like in a in a different space that i don't need to be in yeah because me and taylor did discuss it and the idea of painting each room door a different color Uh uh-huh made us so happy i love that 
Yeah, I wanted, like, whatever room will be, like, my podcast room to be green. Yes. So that it's, like, it's the podcast room. Like, yes. it's the green room, you know? I think that shit's cool. It is and cool. And then we were kind of talking some stuff. Because you know that I, I don't... I definitely don't fucking match shit or do any of that kind of stuff. You're not a matchy-matchy man? I... I buy shit that I like, and then I then I have it. Yes. And like when we moved into every place me and Taylor have ever lived, she was like, "Well, what what do you want to do with this stuff? Like the space or colors or themes?" And I'm like, "As long as my TV sits on that shelf, <laughs> I don't care what anything else looks like." You're but a simple man. And I legit don't. Yeah. I could probably live in the ugliest house to, I guess, society standards, and I probably wouldn't even notice that it was ugly because I won't look at it man i'm alive in it and that's good enough my tv's there you know yeah part of me cares and like part of me i think my house kind of reflects that because there's some rooms that are like matchy matchy and like things are in a certain way but then there's other rooms that are just like here's my stuff and it's just on things that work i mean if there's a theme for a room that i mean you know i i mean like our bedroom has like a look you know yeah but, like, the game room doesn't because it's – well, so the game room theme is just, like, nerd shit. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe these colors aren't the same, but everything's pretty nerdy, so it's pretty matchy-matchy, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I will tell you my thought for the podcast room. Are you ready? Yes. I'm not going to do this. Okay. And I'm not sending you this for you to do. I'm not indulging in interior design TikTok or whatever. But Okay. I'll think about it. So in my room, I played with the idea of painting all the walls green uh-huh, so like that it, it could always just be like green screened. Yeah. But I didn't like that. Oh. I, no, I don't really like that. Well, maybe the picture, the like color green I envisioned was not a good color. Okay. But I was like, no, I don't like that. So for mine, I don't like white walls, but you know, I don't like white in general. Yeah. It's a gross color. <laughs> I was thinking, because we, cause I saw this on one, someone painted the ceiling black in a room. Oh, my God. I've seen those. But all the walls were still white. And I was like, I love this. It's interesting. So my ideal room, so it's kind of a green door, black roof, ceiling, right? Okay. But all the walls, not white. I was thinking like a light gray. All like right. a like a little bit of dark. Looks like an Xbox 360. Xbox 360. Yeah, weren't those the ones with like the green and black? Oh yeah, but I mean, they won't touch. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the most interior design I've ever thought about in my life. Okay. Three colors, and that was it. <laughs> I love that for you. On the walls, it may happen one day. One day. So that's my ideal podcast room. Wonderful. But I don't need TikTok to tell me about that. <laughs> um, so in the vein of hobbies, I feel like uh, as a kid, I used to read a whole lot. And then as an adult, I've really fallen out of it. You ever think mm-hmm. about that? No. Man, I, re- I read a lot as a kid. Like I went to the library and would just like consume books. I don't know about you, but man, I fucking, I feel like I would knock down a book a day when I was a child. <laughs> Taylor doesn't like talking to me about this kind of stuff because I'm the same now as I was then. Just an anti-reader. 
I played games and I watched movies. <laughs> okay. Like I have not changed. No, I mean I've, you know what you like. Yeah, I've never really been a. I've read when it's interesting enough, or if I like really want to read something. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm not trying to sound dumb here, but I've probably read enough books to count on just both my hands alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not many. My God. I don't read, man. I used to read like, like more than I would eat. I feel. And uh, <laughs> it's just okay. I sustained myself on books. And then as an adult, I don't know if it's just like I don't have time or. That's funny. Because that's true. I've told you how my dad knows you, right? Oh, my God. Don't. <laughs> he calls you the book girl. Yes. Because <laughs> we caught you reading one time. <laughs> you did used reading. to read a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I did. I I used to read a whole lot, and I just don't anymore. And I feel like I should, so I started a book club. <laughs> um, that's pretty much Hooray! as far as I've gotten with it. Like I, I have um a Discord with my friends in it, and I'm like, I want to start a book club, and they're like, okay. So it's in my Overwatch Discord. And, so um, are you in charge of picking book of the month, or? Um, I just kind of solicited opinions from everybody. Like we all kind of said things that we want like what genre do you want what kind of an author do you want i was like well i would like a woman author and i would like perhaps a black voice so we can celebrate black history month because that's this month Mm -hmm. and um someone else was like well let's do sci-fi so we just kind of like combined all those things together and found a book called the killing moon by nk jemison so if you guys want to be a pseudo part of my book club you can read the killing moon by nk jemison i haven't started it yet because i haven't gotten it yet but um it's on Is its way to my house. A Spark Notes, and I will Probably. read it with you. <laughs> Spark Note, yeah, or watch a YouTube video. I bet there's an audiobook. I would be the wor- see. That's how I'd have to do it. Yeah, I mean, audiobooks are still books. There's like a special thing that a book has to do. Like somehow it has to catch me, and a lot of books just never do it. Yeah, I have read. And I don't like, know what that is. I've read very few books in my. Like adult life, and when I say adult, I mean like, like twenty eight and on. I guess. Oh, I was gonna say high school and beyond. No, like I, I straight up didn't read beyond high school until recently. I guess, and then, um, I mean, are comic books books? Do we count those? I mean, I've read I've read a couple of comic books. I'll say yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, some graphic novels are considered like huge big deals you know yeah the same as a book right but uh i i would be the worst book club member i think just refuse to read them what is right. well no what is the last book that you remember just like oh, it it grabbed you and you were consumed and you could not stop <sighs> it's been a really long time since i picked up a book that was like i'm going to read this front to back i well i mean i, mean, I didn't read mine with the intention of that. So, I mean, you could have maybe started reading something reluctantly, but it was good. Yeah. I mean, I read it or I re- I read an autobiography that was okay. really good, but I, it wasn't, I don't know. I do. I, I feel weird saying an autobiography because like, do those count? <laughs> They're not like, that's a book. Yeah. That's a book. Yeah. It was, um, stay sexy or how to stay sexy and not get murdered by the creators of the podcast. My favorite murder. There you go. Yeah. The last book that grabbed me that I was like, 
I want to pick up this book and start reading again, right? Uh-huh. It was actually Frankenstein. Oh, my God. I really enjoyed that book. How long ago was that? I mean, that was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> the closest I've gotten since then, I did... So, it's weird how much I don't read books, but I've had goals of my life with books involved. I always okay. wanted to go to Barnes & Noble and go to, like, the classics section. Yeah. And just, like, grab the first one on the shelf and, like, read through that classic and then like grab the next one. And I've always wanted to read like some of like the big books, you know? Yeah. I see as a child, I was super into that idea of like, I will read the classic novels because smart people read the classic novels. Yeah. And then I read shit like how the red fern grows in the middle of second grade and had a fucking meltdown. I love that book though. <laughs> oh, although yeah. I am traumatized by some scenes in that book. Yes. It's a fucked up book. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I read that and I turned out, like, somewhat okay. Sure, I have some mental illnesses and I have a podcast, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we read that in fifth grade. The teacher put an audio book on and she just watched, like, a classroom of fifth graders cry. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> um, the only other book lately, I really wanted to read Dracula. Like, the original Dracula's Dracula good. book. Yeah. Yeah, like, when I started reading it, I was fascinated. Like, I couldn't stop, right? Yeah. But then me and Taylor wanted to read it together. But it's kind of hard to read a book at the same time. Yeah. So we were going to, like, all right, tonight I'll read it to you, and then, like, you'll read a chapter to me tomorrow, right? Okay. And then that way we could kind of, like, share that experience together. Yeah. Oh, dude, whoever was not reading would fall asleep immediately every fucking time. <laughs> but whoever was reading didn't want to stop. Okay. So, like, she was into it when she was reading it to me. And yeah. I was into it when I was reading it to her. But the sound of being read to, instant sleep, man. <laughs> so we've still never read it because I'm just, well, I, I'll just have to read it alone. Um, there was one book that one of them recommended that sounded like it would be up both of our alleys. It was called Stolen Focus. Okay. Uh, so it's about how, like, as a human population we have lost our ability to focus and how you can get it back nice yeah and some of the chapter titles like let me just read you some of these because they're interesting to me so cause one the increase in speed switching and filtering cause two the crippling of our flow states cause three the rise of physical and mental exhaustion Ooh. yeah so it's like it sounds very like pandemic appropriate it's just different yeah things that have caused us like social media and the state of America and the whole world as a, as a, you know, pandemic rages. But um, yeah. it seems like a, a good read that I would like to give a shot to. Well, I hope your book club becomes a huge success and you read many, many good books. Thank you. And I'll you get back updated. into reading because Taylor loves reading and I keep encouraging her to read as well. Yeah, I'll uh, let you know if I fall out of it by <laughs> next month. Yeah. I'm going to try not to. I do want to ask you one more book question. Yes. What is one of the most memorable books that you had to read during school? Because, I mean, that's when you were reading. So Books that I had to read? Um... It could be had to read or ones that you just read. But there's a book that I still think about that I read when I was in middle school. There was a book that I read probably 
like 10 times as a kid called The Fledgling. And it was really, really good. And it's just about like a young girl who like starts to believe that she can fly. <laughs> okay. I kind of want to read it again as an adult to see what I think about it now. But yeah, it was really good. It captivated me. I remember this book called Tangerine. Okay. Do you remember that book? No. We read it in school. So it was like a required reading one. But it's about a kid who's like kind of blind. Okay. And he decides to join like the soccer team at school. And he lives in like California. And I guess that's why it's called Tangerine. Because I guess there's like a tangerine field somewhere by. Uh Uh-huh. And the whole thing was he was blind because he stared at the sun too long when he was a kid. Ugh, God. But increasingly throughout the book, you keep, like, coming up to the conclusion, like, that's probably not how he lost most of his vision. Like, something really bad, like, happened to this kid. Hmm. And you find out by the end, um, his older brother got mad at him when they were, like, really little kids. And he put spray paint in his little brother's eyes. Jesus. And it, like, ruined his vision. And that book, like, really fucked me up a little bit. (laughs) Like, I think about that all the time. Like, I mean, it was just, like, a small thing. It was, like, a little fight between these brothers because they were, like, really young when that happens, right? Yeah. But, like, you do something as a kid that changes the course of a whole life, you know? Yeah. That's wild. That was a really good book. Well, before we move on from this focus session yes uh i would like to announce that the oscars are coming up they are the nominations dropped on tuesday february 8th i didn't even fucking know Haley told me at work oh wow yeah she's like what do you think of the nominations and i was like for what <laughs> she's like the oscars and i was like that's today shows you how in the news i've been yeah So I went through it all. I just wanted to point out to you. Okay. We're not doing picks right now. Right. Yeah. We're going to preface. This is not the picks. Uh, In our Friday roundup, we discussed how the Oscars isn't going to air until the end of March. Which is forever away. So when you are hearing this, it is still one, two, three, four, five, six weeks away. God. When you hear my voice right now, it's going to be six days, six weeks, and four days away. That's forever. We have so much time. Or something. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking time. Oh, it's actually five weeks and six days. We are just past or just under the six-week mark now. All right. So we're going to do a little research because COVID is a thing. We have not been to the movies, clearly. Clearly. It's hard to see these things, you know, unless they've come out to, you know, HBO Max or somewhere like that. Yeah. But uh, I did want to just give you the big hitters. Okay. I've only heard of like a couple. So with a whopping, I guess this is the one we got to see. With 12 nominations. That's so many. (laughs) I think that's a record. My God. I think I think Titanic was the most with Lord of the Rings for 11. Jesus. So I really think this may be a record breaker right there. I'm going to have to verify that for you guys. Okay. But it's called The Power of the Dog. I have never heard of this movie. Never fucking heard of it. It is up 
for 12 fucking categories. What the fuck? Do you know how many categories there are? 22? There's 23. So uh. it's it's in half of them. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's in fucking half of these. It's like it's up for picture, best director, best actor, best supporting actor, then supporting actress. So it's in all of them, but best actress. Wow, okay. Like. <laughs> Sorry, lead actress, you fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. So it's just in it, right? So that's our top pick uh, with 12. With 10 nominations, just below that is Dune. Wow. Okay. I get it. It was a very, it was a very expensive, grandiose movie. That movie sure. sucked. That movie sucked. <laughs> Shouldn't win anything. Okay. Uh, it is up for Best Picture, though. So there's no way that wins. There's no way. No, no. Uh, then tied at seven apiece, there's a movie called Belfast, which I don't know what that one is, but it popped up a lot. I feel like I've heard of that one. And then Steven Spielberg's uh, remake of The West Side Story okay. is also up there at seven times. So that's a really big that one. I flopped. Well, it came out in COVID, so no one went to see it, but it's apparently very, very good. Okay. <laughs> I mean... It's a remake of one of the most iconic Hollywood movies that existed for musicals like that. People yeah, are just going to fuck it up. Well, Hollywood's just going to eat it up no matter what. Yeah. You know, then King Richard is up there pretty high. That's the, the Venus and Serena Williams story. Okay. With Will Smith in it. And he's up yeah. for best actor again, which is cool. All right. But I'd like to hit you with this last one. With four nominations, kind of rounding out the big few, Nightmare Alley is oh. really high in the in the awards. Did it get a Best Picture nod? It did get up for Best Picture. I don't think it's going to win, but it. I think I, it I expected it to be up there because it's Guillermo del Toro, and I thought Shape of Water was mediocre, mm. and it won Best Picture, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he's in Best Picture, there's a high chance I could win. We should do some Guillermo movies for our uh, zeitgeist at some point. Dude, we should. He makes good movies. Yeah. But none of his movies have been, like, my favorite movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except for Pan's Labyrinth. That movie's oh, that top movie's tier. fucking good. <laughs> greatness, dude. I love that movie. Did that one win Best Picture? Because it should have. No. It didn't. It won the hearts and minds of us all. Uh, I gotta look it up, though. <laughs> That little girl deserved best, best Actress. Oh, my God. I know, dude. God, talk about fucking tears by the end of that one. I, like, so Taylor loves that movie, and she's the one that got me to watch it, because I'd never seen it. Ugh. And I remember being like, did she fucking die? <laughs> and Taylor's, like, bawling, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> I loved it. God, it's so good. Uh, it did not get... A Best Picture nod or any type of acting nod. God, fuck the Academy. But it did win three Academy Awards that year. Got for score, for costuming, nope. and for set design. It got art direction, cinematography, and makeup. Ah, there you go. Score was up there, but it didn't win. Hmm. We have this list of, like, the big ones. I... I think I'm just going to do what I normally do, and I'm going to try to just see all the Best Picture ones. Yeah. Because those are pretty much all the ones that are up for Best Picture have all the highest nods. So 
I feel like if you've seen the best pictures, you pretty much have a good um, idea for all the rest of the categories, you know? Yeah. We'll have to uh, share the noms in our Discord and maybe get some, like, voting yes. going on in there. Yes, that would be awesome. Create, like, a temporary Oscars channel. That would be fun. And just some of my personal favorites. No Time to Die has three Oscar nominations. Hell yeah. One is for the song because yes, that song is. Bugs. Oh, oh. oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, man. It's not going to win. And that's going to make me sad. I want it to. But I hope there are some performances there because yes. I want to see her do that live yes. at the Oscars. That would. Mm. Uh, actually, I thought this was a pretty good one. Cruella is up for two Oscars. God, that that movie was out this last year. I thought it was much older for some reason. No. Most of these, I was like, these were like 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of these, I was like, that that was last year. Oh my God. So yeah, Cruella's up in there. A lot of these just have one. Cruella has two. And actually there's one that I'm going to watch that I didn't want to solely because it's in the Oscar noms. Okay. Tick, tick, boom. Oh, with Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. Because I... he's up for best actor. Okay. So I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But it's about Rent, and I hate Rent. So It's about Rent? It's about him, like, writing the musical Rent. Oh. I had no idea what that movie was about. Yeah, so I I'm going to hate this was... movie, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's about the guy who wrote Rent and how the idea for it came to be and, like, what led to him writing that musical. All right, weird. Because I've tried to watch... I'm sorry, everybody. I've tried to watch Rent, like, five times, and I just... Just I hasn't stuck. I just don't like it. It's <laughs> it's just not good. Okay. Can't get into it. The best version of, of a Rent was in Team America World Police. Oh, my God. I said it. <sighs> I said it. <laughs> okay. We get out of here now. <laughs> Before I bring out too many more hot takes. Yes. One more thing before we go to the end of the show. So, it is... February, which means we have a new stream coming at you guys. We are going to be on Twitch on Saturday, February 19th at 6 p.m. We are streaming. You want to introduce this one? I brought you Journey. Yes. I would like to bring you Flower now, the original so game by that game company. Okay, that's like the first one that they made? Yes, Flower yeah. was their first one. Um, if it is as impactful as Journey, expect to see tears from both of us. <laughs> I really liked it. I don't think you're going to be moved to tears, but I think you will enjoy it. Okay. I mean, Journey's another, like, like, I hit you with, like, the, like, perfection first thing, so. Yeah. You know, this one's going to be good, but I'm not going to hype it up like Journey. If you guys have never watched our Journey stream, please, I implore you, go to our YouTube, look for our Journey stream. It is in there with our, we have, like, a playlist of all the stuff we've ever done on Twitch. It's one of the best video game streams ever done all time by mankind there i said it yeah it's pretty good uh unexpected what happened during that playthrough <laughs> yes you ready to roll around on some tennis balls yeah you ready to get this tennis ball out of the freezer <laughs> so ready welcome again to the end of the show where we ask you to please tell your friends about us and help us grow this audience don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never ever miss an episode because we release weekly every single monday each and every one 
We're here for you. And if you love us so much and you have a second to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever else is out there, uh, that really, really helps us reach many more lovely listeners just like you. So please hit that five stars. Don't forget to go out there and give us some of them thumbs up, likes, and hearts on all the different social medias. You can go find us and friend us. We are YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We just told you guys we'll be doing Flower February 19th, 6 p.m. Please be there. I think you guys will enjoy it very, very much. It's a great game. Uh, and again, thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are the lifeblood. We love interacting with you guys in the Discord. We have so many good conversations. I just, you guys are the best. You really are the best. And don't forget that poor email. It's been a minute since we've gotten one at ymbtoap at gmail.com. Write us in your hobby. What is your hobby? What made you choose the hobby? You went out and found it. You were like, I want this. What made that happen for you? Our theme song is The Grimmie Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. His hobby is making hot beats. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How many Oscar noms will Yimto get? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Then you must be thinking of Jet. <laughs> or you wanna take another run at that one? <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna do mine. Yours was perfect. Okay. <coughs> you must be then, thinking of uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Then you must be thinking of best friend's best friend. <laughs> <laughs>